welcome to a brand new episode of Zach to the Future. I am your host, Zach Hilton. And today's episode is going to be a little different because I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch any old movies uh, other than two. And I think it'd be fun to compare uh, in a way which one's better. Um, I'm also going to do something a little different. I'm going to review The Defenders. Uh, Marvel's Defenders, which is on Netflix, and I think we'll just start with that. Um, it's eight episodes. It's a team uh, show uh, in the vein of like the Avengers. Uh, Marvel brought it to their TV, um, and it's exclusively on Netflix. It's the team up of Daredevil, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones. Um, the The way the order of the series, if I'm right, came out was Daredevil. Jessica Jones, Daredevil 2, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and this. And I'll be straight honest with you, I didn't watch Iron Fist. I had my buddy uh, Tom give me a, like, sort of recap of what happened because uh, it was just poorly made. I don't don't think it entertained anybody. I think it's the weakest. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has the lowest score. But um, every other show I've been really into... um, but Luke Cage, another one, uh, I was really into this show. And then halfway through, and I'm not, not trying to give spoilers, uh, I just lost interest um, because I thought the villain that they had at the beginning, uh, you know, he, he to me, was the better villain. By the time you get to the end of the show, there's another villain. And I would just was not into the show after... After uh, the first one left. But um, Jessica Jones was really solid all the way through. I think there was only like two episodes where I I thought it was like I felt everything was repeating. Nothing was like progressing. Uh, And Daredevil, I've loved Daredevil seasons one and two. I mean, one's superior, I would say. But two, I felt, did a very good job and sets up for the Defender show. Uh, really well because uh, in Daredevil you know we meet the organization The Hand and that plays a big factor into the show just like Elektra um, Daredevil's uh, ex-girlfriend that you learn in season two uh, she plays a big part in The Defenders and I think this series The Defenders just did a better job. I mean, it was eight episodes, which to me, I think that's all the episodes need to be for uh, these shows. Um, You know, it felt swiftly. It felt quick. Um, Some other pros that I liked, especially in the beginning, like I was blown away by the directing and, you know, choices of like using light Because the first episode or two, like, they're not together. It's, you know, all individuals, but we're um, trying to get to a, a, you know, where they're all going to meet by episode three, I think it was. Um, And it just, I I loved it. I loved um, everybody's individual story to, you know, they all lead up. Uh, and meet and they decide that they have to take down the hand and uh, there's five fingers of the hand and again once again not going to get into major spoilers but I think this show was definitely redeeming after Iron Fist I don't think it's my favorite thing they've done 
Um, I still think the first two Daredevils and Jessica Jones will probably be... Well, Jessica Jones and this probably are equal because I think all the Jessica Jones parts in this made me feel exactly how that her show is as well. And to be honest, everybody did that. I mean, like, I felt like when Luke Cage was on, it was Luke Cage's show. When Daredevil was on, it was Daredevil's show. Like, they did a really good job incorporating everybody's uh, everybody's stuff. Uh, Iron Fist was, uh, I wouldn't say enjoyable, but he was watchable. Like, I'm interested in Iron Fist Season 2 if they, you know, if they make a better production, <laughs> I guess the best way to say it. Um... So yeah, I I think the show did well. Some cons. Let me let me see if I can think of any cons. Uh, I, I there is one specific con that I have, but I feel very um, like it's the same kind of thing they did in Luke Cage, which turned me off of that show. Uh, you know. I think Sigourney Weaver was a very interesting bad guy that we were getting to know, and then out of nowhere, her character is no longer the bad guy. Um, and I get it. I get where it was going to. I just maybe... It didn't receive well with me. We'll put it that way. Um, but I think, you know, overall, the series is a good watch. I It took me three days to watch it because I didn't want to, like knock them all out in one day so I watched like two episodes the first day two episodes the next and then uh, four the final day and two in the morning two at night split it up just nice um, Matt Murdock's fun Jessica Jones is fun Iron Fist is fun Luke Cage is fun uh, the supporting cast I really love that all of them got to be in this like Trish Karen Foggy um, Malcolm Claire like everybody definitely got their role in this uh in the show and i think you should watch it it's a it's a good uh good end to the phase one beginning of phase two of the marvel netflix series so give it a watch um all right so th like i said this is going to be a little different because i watched them back to back and i'm kind of comparing the two and i think i'm going to finally finally come to the decision which is better because they're both classic and there's no argument there um, I'm going to talk about and compare Batman to Batman Returns um, both movies are very good I mean of course they're nostalgic for me because I love Batman and I love Michael Keaton's Batmans uh, Tim Burton directed both these films and they both have their own feels which I really love um, you can tell Batman is very, you know, the studio has its hand in it, which is a good thing. Um, it felt very, like, it felt like Gotham. It felt like um, I'm finally in the world of the comics. And I think it has, like, I would say whenever I think of... Batman, which also doesn't help that I think of the animated series, which was based after this. But Batman, I mean, it was, it, it got it, man. Michael Keaton as Batman and Bruce Wayne, I think he did a great job at both roles. Um, and until we got to Ben Affleck, um, everybody, I felt, played their, their version of Batman and Bruce Wayne to their own 
himself. Like, George Clooney don't count. Val Kilmer, I mean, I found him to be a very... Um, I found uh, Val Kilmer to be a good Batman, but not a good Bruce Wayne. I find George Clooney just... George Clooney, Christian Bale, uh, just rewatching his movie as well, The Dark Knight, like, I found him to really play his own version of the character that Christopher, Christopher Nolan wanted. So, I don't necessarily put that Batman in, like, a Batman universe. I know that's weird, but when you decide you're going to be Batman when you're, like, 18 years old instead of a child who wanted to be Batman, you're not the same character. So, that's out of here. Um, going back to Batman, like, Michael Keaton's just nailing it. Uh, Vicki Vale, Kim Basinger, I love, like, her uh, dynamic and the way her and Bruce would always interact. Um, Jack Nicholson's the Joker. I mean, legendary. Um, couldn't believe it. I think when anybody, uh, my age at least, thinks of comic book villains, like, of course Heath Ledger will come up, but, like, Jack Nicholson was the first and, like, really best. I mean, the only one before this that I can remember is, like, Gene Hackman and Terrence Stamp from Superman, but they didn't have the gravitas that Jack brought to this, I feel. Um, and, you know, he was funny. He was deadly. It was very, it was very scary at times. Um, so, you know, the story is about, um, you know, Bruce Wayne going after, uh, some criminals. Uh, Jack Napier becomes the Joker because he was, uh, he was, um, you know, set up by uh, Jack Palance's character where now the Joker comes back and he uh, takes over the crime scene. And then Batman learns that Jack Napier is the one that killed his parents, which I don't hate, but, you know, there's there's always this, uh, you know, feeling, why do we have to have everything connect? I get that, whatever. Um, but Batman to me was fantastic, uh, still holds up today. Um, you know, there's always going to be some things uh, that I have a problem with, like, you know, killing. Uh, and by killing, I mean, you know, he brings the Batmobile into the, uh, the Axis chemicals and, like, drops bombs and just kills people right there. And that just, that's not a Batman thing, so, you know, that, that'll always be an issue, but whatever. As a movie, really great. So then Batman Returns. Michael Keaton returns. This time we get Michelle Pfeiffer as uh, Catwoman and we get Danny DeVito in, as the Penguin. Now, this one's super more dark. It is super darker. Yeah, more dark, not a word. So dark, it made me create a word. Um, yeah, it, it it's about, you know, uh, Selena Kyle, she can't find her place in the world. Christopher Walken. Can we talk about Christopher Walken? For Christ's sakes, how great is Max Shrek, the most underutilized character, I feel, in the Batman universe. We need more Shrek. Come on, give me more Max Shrek, okay? Forget Shrek the 4th and 5th, those cartoon movies. You give me Shrek the 5th starring Max Shrek, I'll go see that movie. You get my ticket. Anyways, I digress. Um, 
Yeah, so Selena Kyle, you know, she can't find her place. She just wants a man, yada, yada, yada. Max Shrek kills her. So she comes back as Catwoman to seek revenge. During all this, the Penguin, um, you know, he's taking over the city with Max Shrek. Like, this movie has so many villains. Catwoman, Max Shrek, the Penguin. And it all works. Like, it's crazy, you know, from this moment on, even to the Batman movies. I mean, you, you think Batman Forever, you get Two-Face, you get uh, Riddler, then Batman and Robin, you get Poison Ivy, you get Mr. Freeze. This was the start of like, okay, we got to put multiple villains in our uh, superhero movies. And like, this one really had a good pacing and it, it gave everybody their dividends uh, on screen time. Like everything was pulled out right. Um, like I said earlier, this one's darker. This one, I felt um, Tim Burton just got to do whatever the hell he wanted to do. I mean, it was very Tim Burton-y. This one is very Tim Burton-y. Um, so, you know, Batman's still trying to figure himself out. And, you know, uh, and by the end of it, he wants Selena, but Selena dies as killing Max Shrek. Uh, Penguin dies, like everybody dies in this goddamn movie. Um, and, you know, I think it's really good. It's, I mean, it's based in Christmas, New Year's Eve. And like, I, I watch this movie usually during uh, Christmas and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll get this out of the way so I can uh, talk about it. And, you know, comparing the two movies, you know, like I said, I think what it comes down to for me is that the first one, the reins were pulled in for Tim Burton, while Batman Returns, they were not. He got to do whatever he wanted to do, which is perfectly fine. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Um, so if I had to sit here and say which one I prefer to watch, which one's better, I'm going to say Batman. And the reason why is because... Jack Nicholson alone is just a hell of a bad guy, and I love him to death for it. Um, and also, for me, other than trying to compare these two movies, Batman Returns, I can, you know, I want to watch during Christmas. So I'm going to watch it once a year. But Batman, I'm like, oh, let me put in Batman. Let me put in Batman. I think, I think it just has that rewatchability that's just so great. There's so many great moments in Batman. Um... Yeah, so I'm not going to drag this out. No need to, no need to. Um, so yeah, go ahead and watch all these all these uh, things I told you about. Marvel's Defenders on Netflix now. Batman, probably got to rent it. Batman Returns, probably going to have to rent it or buy it. And if you don't own it or rent it, then I don't know what's wrong with you. You hate movies or you're an indie lover and you just want to watch some independent uh you know, superhero movie. So if you're an indie person, watch Super. That's from James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no, we can't talk about that. I'm sorry. That's a blockbuster. You're an indie person, you indie piece of shit. <laughs> what is happening? Okay, so that's uh, Zach to the Future. Thank you for listening. Um, if you want to listen to all the previous episodes, if this is your first time hearing this, which whatever, um, you can go to podcastingcouch.podbean.com or iTunes. Uh, just search Podcasting Couch for all our episodes. Um, we have a Twitter. It's at Zach's Movie Show. Uh, we're on Facebook, Zach to the Future. If you want to email a suggestion of a movie I should watch, just go Zach's Movie Show at gmail.com. 
Um, we have an Instagram also. I put up funny pictures. It gets really weird. Uh, podcasting underscore couch. Uh, once again, thank you for listening. And um, check out our other episodes. Uh, we also have Take It Home on there. That's a wrestling podcast. Look out for that new episode. And uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for listening.